Hi, welcome to the Wilson Library Podcast. My name is Caroline. I'm in sixth grade and a member of the Library Advisory Committee. This podcast is a way to stay socially distanced, but still be connected to each other. In this episode, we'll go to a report from Camp Half-Blood. Then you'll be hearing about the famous ear boggler, which you can now interact with. Then over to Kids in the Hall and an interview with a teacher. Also, we'll end with our book review. Now, welcome to the kids from Camp Half-Blood for an update on what's happening there. Yeah, pizza bites are supreme. Wait, we're on live? Wait, what? Oh, gods. Hello, welcome to Camp Half-Blood. I'm Alex, one of your hosts. I'm the new Oracle at camp. This is the first episode of a podcast we're doing here at Camp Half-Blood. Let's go see the other campers over at the entrance to Camp Half-Blood right now. I cannot believe that you got to bring five trunks just full of clothes, hair products, shoes, and bedazzled masks. This is our new home, not a flippant fashion show. Oh, here are some interesting campers at the entrance of camp. Let's go meet them. That is literally what I just said, except different wording. I'm the narrator, so let me say what's going on. Oh, shut up. No, you shut up. I'm supposed to be narrating this. Whatever, fine. You can be the narrator. I am the narrator. Anyway, Alex, go back to the campers. Well, Raleigh, I'm not you. I require a whole trunk just for my bedazzled medical masks. It's a pandemic, you know. You are such a spoiled brat. Well, both of you should shut up. Oh, here comes Nikki, the daughter of Aries. Shut up, narrator. I've not heard that today. Oh, by the way, newbies, your whole cat fight of an argument was... Recorded. We're being recorded? Oh, hi. I'm Riley Chung, daughter of Hecate. My stupid dad cheated on two different goddesses at the same time and had one kill with each of them. One of us is so annoying. Not going to say who, but it's definitely Joey. Joey's used to this, and this is now and is now striking a pose with his hip jutting out. I know you don't mean that, dear sister. I'm Joey, son of Aphrodite. And I don't care. Move it, stupid. I'm Nikki, daughter of Aries. Friends call me Nick. Watch out, newbies. Yes, Nikki. Or Nick, as she likes to be called. A very hard exterior, but very soft inside. Wait, what are you talking about? I am so hardcore. I'm the narrator. I'm always right. Enter, Lana! Nikki, aren't you a newbie, though? Last time I saw you at sword practice, you were really good. For a two-year-old. Hi, I'm Lana, daughter of Aphrodite. Don't let Nick tell you what to do. Oh, yeah? Well, how about I... Sorry, one second. Narrator here. Enter Ember and Chester. Guys, kids are watching us. Be a good influence. Oh, and I'm Ember, daughter of Hephaestus. Yeah, that's not gonna work. I'm gonna let you guys take the lead, because I only did this because I had to. Chiron said something about needing to talk to people. I don't know, but I don't like it. Oh, by the way, I'm Chester, son of Poseidon. Oh, we're doing introductions now? Okay, dear listeners, I'm Narrator, and my favorite food... They don't need to know that, gum flapper. How nice to be appreciated. Anyway, we're, we got a new person approaching. Here comes Scarlet. I mean, enter Scarlet! I'm Scarlet Well, daughter of Hades, adopted daughter of Nico D'Angelo and both solstice. Call me Scarlet. I don't care. Yes, we all know you don't care. Enter Jake! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy, Alana Shark. I'm Jake, by the way. Son of Apollo. And there's your cast, dear listener. Not the best or timed, let's just say brightest bunch. Sam isn't here yet, so it's not the whole dumb cast. Hey! 
We can hear you, you know. Really? Because last time you... Enter Sammy! Like you can talk anyway, Alex. By the way, I'm Sammy, daughter of Annabeth Chase and Percy Jackson, claimed by Athena, pro strategist and warrior. Don't think about it too long. It's going to make your head hurt. Actually, last time I checked, Alex can talk, and so can you, at times, too much. Oh, you little... Gods, I can't believe I'm the one saying this, but order, people, order! <sighs> Enter Chiron! As camp director and the only sane one, this is supposed to be talking about camp, not fighting. Start talking, or this is over. Yes, yes Chiron! Riley, you will need to mix and mingle without the headphones. Listening is an important part. Now, I will be in the big house listening to Frank Sinatra. I will know if anyone fights or makes a snappy comment. I'm looking at you, Lana. Have fun. Okay, well, that's Chiron. Yep, the Chiron. Traitor of all demigod heroes from the Greek myths. Centaur, and oh, did I mention that he's like a thousand years old? Most treasured item, his retro 50s music collection. Well, since you know we are living proof that the Greek gods weren't very much real, I don't think it's safe to call this place, including Chiron, a myth. Thank you so much for that eye-opening piece of philosophy, Miss Wikipedia. Please, never repeat that again. At least she has a clear mind to remember what she said. Well, at least my mind is full of useful things. Oh yeah, like what? Guys, remember what Chiron said. How to, you know, apply eyeshadow correctly, choose the perfect outfit, stab somebody with the dagger, regular tween Aphrodite demigod stuff. Well, it's just me, but is anyone else starting to respect Lana, my half-sister? Nope, just you, Joey. Am I right, Riley? Riley, who has put her red headphones on and is now air drumming, is also singing along to the rock band ACDC. Personally, I'm not a big fan of ACDC. ACDC is too... Come on, come on, give it to the money, talk. Come on, come on, give it to the money. Uh, Riley, could you take off your headphones, please? Oh, her? Yeah, once she has her headphones on, she's not part of the conversation. She is now virtually the drummer of the rock band ACDC. Yeah, de virtually, definitely virtually. Riley whips off her headphones and glares at Lana. Can't you go dream? Guys, remember what Chiron said. Don't be such a goody-goody, Chester. Be nice, Nikki. Well, it's hard to be nice when you can't find your switchblade. Uh, Nikki? I think I pickpocketed you and took your switchblade. It seemed like a good idea, and then I found out you would kill me, so I'll just leave now. What? Give me my switchblade back. After you give it back, I'm going to get my spiked club out of my trunk. Nikki tackles Jake, then sits on him. Oh! Jake has gotten out from under Nikki and is now running around the camp while Nikki is yelling curses at him and attempting to punch him while running. Okay, this just got really weird since Nikki is now throwing marshmallows at him, so I'm just going to zoom in on Riley and chill Scarlet. Riley has gotten her headphones back on and is now playing with her hands. Suddenly, a mini drum set appears on her palm out of nowhere. Wow, how are you doing that? Where did the drum set come from? What? No, don't look! The drum set disappears, leading, leaving purple mist orbiting Riley's hands. Her headphones slip down to her shoulders. Oh, sorry, I would just... I have to go and pack.
Uh, okay. Bye. Riley brushes past everyone, heading towards the Hecate cabin, her headphones back on. Riley exits. Gosh, that girl just really can't get those headphones off her body for more than two minutes. That's my sister. Well, doesn't that annoy you? Not really. It kind of makes me feel like I'm an only child sometimes. That's a terrible thing to say, but I'm just going to leave it at that. You seriously don't want to make another comment on what Joey just said? I certainly have a few choice words. Yeah, don't you? I would, but I really don't want to. Besides, you're not worth my time. You know, for someone that can control fire, you seem too nice. I only bring that out when I need to. Also, just because you can control fire doesn't mean you have a fiery personality. Now, I'm going to go unpack too. Goodbye. Ember storms off toward the Hephaestus cabin. Ember exits. Oh, that was getting heated. Good one, Nick. I know, right? Whatever. Nikki storms off towards Aries' cabin. Nikki exits. I'm going to have so much fun pranking her. Everyone looks at Jake. Don't worry. I'll have fun doing all that to you, too. Don't feel left out. That's not exactly what everybody meant by that awkward pause. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm starving. I'm going to bounce to the mess hall. Later. 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 Can you show me our cabins? I so want to see everyone's clothing styles. Then make fun of them. <sighs> I suppose. Joey and Lana start pulling Joey's trunks toward the Aphrodite cabin. Jeez, how many elephants did you hide in these trunks? Hey, if I'm going to stay here for the rest of my life, I better have a stylist wardrobe. De Immortals, I don't ha even have this many clothes. And I have the most clothes in the Aphrodite cabin. Well, I think that should be it for our first episode. I wonder what that purple mist around Riley's hands was. And why Nikki was making a big deal over her switchblade. Why does Joey need all those trunks? And why do Riley and Joey fight all the time? Well, we'll investigate all that in our next episode. Thank you for listening to the Camp Half-Blood podcast. Lana enters again, having gotten Joey situated. And that's a wrap for episode one. Tune in next time for more Camp Half-Blood. The sponsor of this production is Monster Donuts. You come, we get another shot. Please note, only monsters are allowed in Monster Donuts. Any demigods or humans enters on any of our shots, they will kill very painfully and slowly on site after they pay for our donuts, of course. Thank you and good night. We're here with the person who correctly guessed the ear boggler from last episode. She's in fifth grade. She's a Harry Potter fan. It's Gabby. Hi, Jojo. Hi, Gabby. So, what was the ear boggler last episode? That was the sound of somebody raking leaves. Ah, the sweet crunch of fall leaves. Anyways, we have a great ear boggler for you today. Here it is. That one was pretty quick, so we'll play it for you one more time. We will be back at the end of the episode for a chance to hear it again. Don't forget to submit your guesses at the top banner of the Wilson Library website. If you do not know how to access the website, you can email Mr. Steer with your guess at lsteer at nativeps.org. Now, 
Let's hear from some fellow students about what they've learned how to do over quarantine. Hi, can you please say your first name and grade? Zariah in fifth grade. What is one new thing you've learned to do or learned about since the pandemic started? You can see how fun six feet apart. That is a great lesson for all of us. Thank you. Um, hi, I'm Gabby, and I'm in seventh grade. I learned how to knit a little bit. Hi, I'm Ms. Green, and I am um, an ELA interventionist, and I work with the METCO students. Well, this will probably seem like nothing to a lot of students, but to me, it was amazing to learn how to make an, a video slideshow that was 45 minutes long set to music. Hi, I'm Cami in eighth grade. Since this pandemic, I have become a relatively experienced baker. I've watched some YouTube baking tutorials and baked some very interesting things. Ruby and fifth grade. Distance to social distance and to to, um, to social distance with people that I do not live with. Oh, uh, Samuel, Sam, grade seven, I guess. On Sunday, I learned how to start a random fire um, for scouting. Trade secrets. Lucas, and I'm grade five. How to run faster. Um, I ran every single day most of the time. Ethan and eighth grade. I've learned more about how to um, speak Mandarin and also um, learn more how to um, play my instrument. I'm Mrs. Willard and I'm an ACA para. I've always known how to cook, but um, I've been more creative in my recipes uh, since the pandemic began. Um, an Italian uh, uh, soup sausage, uh, um, and I really love it. Colin, uh, grade eight. Well, that's a great question. I've learned to do absolutely nothing. I've learned to sit around and uh, not get work done. Uh, my name is Zach. I'm in sixth grade. Well, I'm starting a YouTube channel, so I learned how to do that. I started to Google. I started a Gmail account, and then I started a YouTube channel on the, with that Gmail account, and that's it. Uh, my name is Thomas, and I'm in eighth grade. Uh, I learned how to play computer games much better. Joseph. Eighth grade. Learned how to make cookies from scratch. Chocolate chip with um, puff pastry. Boris, eighth grade. I can sew uh, stuffed animals. Uh, I use my grandma's machine and I just make uh, fantasy or animals that I and I make my own uh, face like faces. Um, I'm Kira and I'm in fifth grade. I learned to take care of guinea pigs. Um, three weeks ago, I bought two guinea pigs, and, um, I've learned to take care of them, and they're really cute. Uh, and I'm in fifth grade, um, I learned how to wear a mask by putting it on. <laughs> Thank you. My name is Matthew, grade is sixth grade. What is one new thing you have learned or learned to do since the pandemic started? Um, I've learned new skills on the computer, like, I don't know, getting to the spell check without having to roll your mouse over quickly. Hi, I'm Kaylee, um, and I'm in fifth grade. Um, a new thing I've learned about is probably I've learned more about, like, pandemics and the presidential election. 
Well, I've learned about pandemics because we have a global pandemic. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and for the presidential election, since like everybody's going crazy about it, I've been really focused on that and been really focused on who's winning. Thank you. Um, I have learned that. Wait, can you pause it? I have to think about it. My name is Maddie, and I'm in fifth grade. What is one thing you have learned or learned about since the pandemic started? Um, when the pandemic started, I never gave up about something. And um, I always try my best to do everything um, for the school. Thank you. We've heard from a few students this episode, but now some teachers. Emma and Ayla caught up with Miss Anderson, a fifth grade teacher who talked about her time at Wilson and the experience of teaching in the time of COVID-19. Hi, uh, my name's Ayla. And hi, my name's Emma. And I'm Mrs. Anderson. We're gonna do a little interview. We're gonna ask her a few questions. So Miss Anderson, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First question, would you please tell us what you teach and how long you've been teaching at Wilson? Well, I've been teaching total since the year 2000. I've taught fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, and I've been at Wilson, I think this is my fifth year. I teach language and literacy, and that means I teach reading, writing, listening, and speaking. And I teach social studies, which is a combination of history and current events. Awesome. What do you think of the new hybrid model slash remote learning academy plan? Well, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's mm -hmm. difficult for parents. It's difficult for kids. It's difficult for teachers. But I know teachers in other districts who have many other different plans. And honestly, Natick's plan is probably the best out there. We're just dealing with a difficult situation. And given that fact, I think this is probably the best that we can do right now. What is your favorite part of being a teacher? Oh, that's an easy one to answer. I like to see the way that kids grow from the time that they come in in September until they leave me in June. Uh, it's so much fun to see them grow in confidence and skill and just to get them to really love learning. It's, it's really a joy. Do you still feel connected to your students? For the most part, yes. I have a great group of kids this year and they make it easy, but it's not quite the same. So that if I see a student on Friday, I would usually be able to say on Monday morning, hey, how was that big game you were talking about? And because of the remote schedule, I don't get to do that kind of follow-up and find out, you know, how was the recital? How was the big game? Um, and I miss that. I miss my kids when they're remote. I really, really do. And I am really hoping that we will all be together again one day soon. Um, but the kids have been terrific about um, being willing to establish a relationship with me as their teacher. And they've been very, very open. And that helps a lot. It really does. That's awesome. It's kind of a follow-up question. Um, how do you think this is affecting your students? It depends on the student. Some students are more resilient than others. Some are having a really hard time. They're 
lack the self-discipline and the maturity to budget their time well. And so on the remote week, they're not following through on the homework every evening. They're not able to keep up in the reading and that puts them so far behind. And, you know, it just breaks your heart because it's not that they're bad kids. It's that this is a skill that takes a lot of time to develop. And if they were in the classroom with me every day, I could remind them, I could nag them, I could coach them. Um, but a week away from school for some students is an awful lot. I still have a lot of faith in kids that this is a temporary situation and they're gonna bounce back because kids are very resilient. And they're made of pretty tough stuff. So we are gonna be fine as a society, we really are. I mean, that's the whole point of team resilience, right? That's right. That's right. How do you think this is affecting students' ability to do work? Well, as I mentioned before, it depends on the student. Some students really are very, very motivated and mature. They love to learn and they're willing to do the work. And others just have a really hard time. They get on the computer and I hear from their parents that, oh, well, you know, she says she's doing her homework. She's on the computer all the time. Well, you know what? She's on the computer, but she's watching YouTube videos or TikTok or, um, you know, just having conversations with friends. It's just such a hard temptation for a lot of kids. And those are the students that unfortunately are going to fall a little bit behind. It's going to take some real effort to, to pull them forward. We'll do it. We'll do it. But it's going to be a little bit harder. Thank you so much for letting us interview you. Okay. <laughs> Here we are again with the ear boggler. That ear boggler was a quick and hard one, so here it is again. Don't forget to submit your guess. Now Emma has a book review for a great title available in the library. Hi, my name is Emma, and I just finished a terrific book called City Spies by James Potney. It is a wonderful story about a girl hacker named Sarah who hacks into the juvenile justice system to expose her horrible and cruel foster parents. She meets a man named Mother who is part of MI6, the British Intelligence Agency. He invites her to come to a place called Farm which is a secret base for a team of kids spies under the age of 16. A big mission is coming up in a few weeks, and Sarah will have to prove herself to the others and battle her fears to save everyone. Check this book out from the library to see what happens. The Community Service Club is running a Coats for Kid drive from January 19th to February 12th. A New England winter has not been too snowy, but the weather is something we are used to. Please bring your gently used coats to be donated to kids across Massachusetts. There will be a bin in the front lobby of school where students can put donations. The club will be checking it regularly, so spread the word. Thank you for your support. Don't forget to donate, and thank you for listening to the Wilson Library Podcast.
Last week, there was an inspiring inauguration of Joe Biden and the inauguration of the first South Asian and first woman to get elected to the vice presidency, Kamala Harris. And for a very meaningful and youthful voice in Amanda Gorman, for our next podcast, we'll be asking you about it. If you go to Wilson, you can help make this podcast our own by either coming to the Library Advisory Committee meeting or going to the Wilson Library website and submitting your ideas at the top of the page.